Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my wonderful co-host and very good friend, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I'm good. Yeah, I feel you. But we are feeling the effects of age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're totally not hungover right now. Absolutely. Well, I'm actually not. I'm feeling better. Um, yeah, better. But I am tired. Mm. Yeah, it's like... The hangover was rough this morning. Like, there was a good two hours where I was not okay. Um, <laughs> once I got the, like, once I got the Panadols mm-hmm. and put them in my mouth, yep, it was all uphill from there. I had a couple of coffees. Yep. By a couple of coffees, I mean, like, three coffees. Yep. This it is, was I'm, so good. This is my, I'm on my second one right now. I'm having, I'm having my second Amateur. one. Amateur. You, oh, ju- you just fed me my fourth coffee earlier. Yeah. Ah, caffeine dealer. Mm. Um... That's my, there's a local coffee shop that they describe themselves as your local caffeine dealer. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. We all know what caffeine is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's a necessary drug. Um, <laughs> necessary we all drug. need to, to function and, and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, we apologize. This might be a little bit <laughs> erratic today as well. <laughs> we are, we're still sort of recovering from last night. We were at a wedding for it- the wonderful Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick and his lovely now bride, Katie. Yes. Uh, it was a fucking great night. It was. It was a really good time. Um, it was at like a log cabin ranch in the middle of like like the Dandenong Ranges or something. And it was just really nice. Very cold, but... Yeah, well, man, when that sun went down, it, the, yeah. the chill sort of crept in. But it's Ooh. fine because there were wonderful gas eaters everywhere. Mm-hmm. And also the the alcohol was... was the alcohol warm. was there. I, I, I was starting to get... I was cold for most of the night. And then it got to a point where I was like, oh, it's getting really cold. And someone gave me like a nip of whiskey and it like gave me life. Uh, it, it was, and it was good whiskey too. It was likable and then it was just. That'll help. So That'll nice. Help. Um, you were also incredible. Little, little hilarious story here. Uh, so this was, this was a wedding out, sort of out of, out of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. In a nice little, not super, sort of remote region. Exactly. We stayed in like a nice little log cabin. It was yep. beautiful. Yeah. And Joel Boy Switch. I did because I instinctively take my switch anywhere I go. Which is fair. Because I just it's, it fits in my bag. I just chuck it in there. It's like, cool. I gave you a hard time, but not more than Broad did. Yeah. Our, our, our good friend. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, good friend. We'll see. After, oh. after, after, oh. after last night. He, oh. he, he uh, no, he's fine. He's bur- I, he's, I, I was I he burning some bridges? I kid. I kid. You sure? I absolutely kid. I don't know, man. <laughs> but anyway. It's pretty funny. Uh, ultimately, another person also had to switch out. And it was whipped out, and Mario Kart was played. You were right. Yep, yep. I told you, like, fucking unsociable Karen had the right idea. She did. She's all over it. Then we had a, suddenly just another Switch. Yep. And they were, like, land connecting for four-player Mario Kart. It was, I own a Switch, and it's the first time I've seen it used to that. And yep. Nintendo are bloody geniuses yeah. and deserve all the money they're getting. Just, like, it was just set up on, like, on one of the gas heaters, on the base of one of the gas heaters. Sort of kickstand out. With the kickstand up, Joy-Cons out. Fucking it! Uh, yeah, it was an absolute testament to how versatile that console is. Good and, God! Uh, yeah, absolute insanity. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, but I, I just like that it also vindicated you. Like you, you, I did. You didn't get your switch in the end. No, I didn't. I Adam. was like, no, it's a. Uh, uh, I'm stupid for bringing mine. I'm not going to bring mine out. <laughs> I got a little petty about it, but I was very drunk at that you were, point. You, you were. It was. It was understandably because of the, of the drunkenness. Very, very drunk at that but, point. Uh, but yeah, no, that was really good. Mm. And now today we've sort of been in recovery mode. 
It's not too bad. We had something to eat. We've sort of chilled out on the couch, watched the uh, Rooster Teeth documentary. It's a nice chill day today. So what better way to cap it off than talk about some video games? Yeah? Yes. Cool. I was trying to give us anything else, but no, that, that seems uh, perfect. Yeah, no, I think there's nothing else that we've really done. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, we've really had a lazy day. Um, cool. All right. Well, we're going to give some impressions on probably the biggest release of the year thus far, I would say. Uh, it's up there. Like people, people, people are writing off how good Monster Hunter World is. I look. I yeah, and I, it, it was a, a massive success. And I, I am a big fan of the uh, of the old Monster Hunter. I love it. But like, I mean, this is just smashing records and goals and things all over the place. This game we're going to talk about. But um, did you want to talk about what else you've been playing this week briefly? Well, yeah, because you you decided that we we wouldn't be going too far into God of War because uh, we 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 both haven't played much, but also you've played a little bit less. I have, yeah, but a little bit less. I've played a little bit less. Um, you're only a couple of hours behind me, just so mm. we're clear. Like you're not super far, but but like, obviously, like we're, we're we're never gonna have it like completely like finished or anything <laughs> like that. But I think we've we've both played enough to sort of give it like early impressions, and I think we'll probably deep dive on it either next week or the week after. Probably both, I would say. We we'll probably check back in with it next week, and then maybe after that, see how we're going. But um, but yeah. So, do you want to start off with that? Yeah. No. No. Well, I'll, I'll start off with my game that I have been playing, which okay. I, I wasn't even going to talk about, but now I will because it's Starbound. And cool. The reason I wasn't going to talk about it was because I had played Starbound before, so right. this is my first time riding this this weird space terraria train. Yep. Uh, but when I did first play it, it was sort of in its early access build where the... Because basically, if you, if you play Terraria, which I assume you have. Yes, yeah. So Terraria is basically a side-scrolling Minecraft, right? right? Yeah, of course. So Starbound is basically that, except you go from planet to planet. Still yep. side-scrolling, has like the, the radial sort of aiming with your pickaxe and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pixel-based and all that, developed by Chucklefish, who ah. who published the, the ports of Stardew Valley, uh-huh. developed by Concerned Ape. I believe that they're working on the uh, the magic school one as well. I think is Chucklefish. Chuckle well. Probably like Chucklefish yeah. seemed to be be in bed with Concerned Ape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I've been playing that because my house, like my household, has recently for some reason just gone back on a Starbound binge. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll, I'll join in. Yep, because I don't, I didn't actually own it. Because oh I, really? I when don't... I played the early access one, it was you know it was. A, a friend got it, and we were like, let's try this out. Okay. And then we kind of never went back to it, because it was early access. Of course. But now it's finished, I was like, screw it. 15 bucks, let's do it. And it's it's fun. Like, I forgot how much I enjoyed it originally. Mm. I think the main reason I just dropped off was because it was early access. It only had the start of, like... Because it does have, like, a story... Yeah, mode, like to pro- like to guide you through the universe. It's got, it's got progression of some yeah. description. Like, so- outside of your own, like, you know natural progression of wanting to explore and, and yes. discover your own path, I guess. And naturally, in a game like that, your main goal is like, how do I... I need to progress the tech tree, right? Right. So that, that was sort of my driving goal in the early access one. And because the story mode was not complete, at a certain point, it just sort of stopped. And okay. again, I get it. But that meant that basically then you could just really quickly daisy chain up the tech tree and go, wow, this is awesome. Okay. But I'm finished now. Like, I've kind of gotten the best stuff and I don't know what to do now. Yeah. So, like, after that, we dropped off for a few years. But now it's finished, and there's a full thing there. So I'm back in it, and I've got to say I'm enjoying it. Okay. 
and it's pretty it's just fun to sort of you've got your ship that sort of orbits around planets you can well you fill it with chests right of course because yeah. like it has one storage locker that's got a set amount of unit like spots in it but you, you you've got heaps of crap and of course even though you have like temporary bases on on the planets like you're not staying there yeah so basically what it usually comes down to is someone will build a base and you'll settle in you'll because you, when you are above a planet you can see what minerals it has okay which that'll be important for like putting them in the smelter or you're like upgrading your blueprint bench to sort of progress down the tech tree of course uh so yeah so basically people will build the base the second you're done you you strip it you strip it and you chuck it in your ship and you leave yeah so break it down it's like a portable base yeah set it up on the next planet yeah so as a result like generally at least for the ships that i've said that me and my my housemates have they're just like the, the ship in its room as a storage locker and then you can build like little wooden platforms, which you can drop through. Right. But yeah, there's basically just a couple of rows of those and there's just chests all along them. Uh, it looks ugly as hell, but yeah. it's also very convenient for storing a bunch of shit. Function over form. Exactly. Like yeah. You can make your shit bigger and that's probably that's a, a gripe I have actually because, okay. because it's now like a more complete game. It's got like the story mode and all that. Uh, on planets, there are villages, much like in Minecraft, how there are okay. villages there. Yep. These things are usually just auto-populated with a bunch of just NPCs, and some of them can give you quests. Right. They're usually not too complicated. It's like, go and kill this person over here, and you'll get like a little compass indicator in the top right, or like, oh, deliver this for me, blah, blah, blah. So you'll do those, but the problem is to... You've got two ways to to boost your ship. You can pay like 10,000 pixels, which is like the currency in the game, to like buy a fake license to upgrade your ship. Right. Or you need to use like ship, like blue, like upgrade blueprint things, which okay. I've got a few of now. I've got a four or five of them. Problem is, to go to tier two, I need to get two crew members. Uh, now, to get crew members, you've got to sort of do these random quests for right. NPCs, but it's largely RNG. I was going to say, how frequently do they pop up? I've had one so far. Oh, I've had uh. one person I did a quest for, and they're like, oh, are you looking for crew? And I was like, yes, yes. please join my ship, you weird bird person. So get, get in there. Get in my ship. Get on there. Uh, and so, but yeah, it's made it quite tricky because I don't want a bigger ship, man. Yeah. So basically, because you can, when you start up the game, you can build a character, customize them. There's like five or so races and each of them have a different like theme for their armor sets. Okay. And ships. Cool. For example, I picked, I'm playing as a robot, which is, I think their race is called like glitches or something. Ah, uh, Because yeah, their armor is, is like knight medieval armor. Okay. And their ship is basically a flying castle. Like, cool. Fuck yeah. All right. right. Uh, but yeah, so each race has their own style for their armor okay. and ships, which is very cool. But yeah, I want that bigger ship, but it's making it really hard to do it. And yeah. I'm not a fan of that. But apart from that, it's still, it's fun. Should I re-download it? I do have it. I bought it. You bought it, did you? I, like, I bought it. Maybe don't buy it, don't do it right now. No, no, no I've got, very, I'm preoccupied, but like, we are very in the future, much, like when you guys jump back into it. Yes, I'll, I'll, I would say, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, we'll have to, because we play over LAN at the moment, so we'll have to see how, how online, online works. works. Okay. Because LAN obviously is what you want to do where exactly. possible, because it's just local area. You've got, Heck yes. <laughs> you've got less, like, internet issues to exactly. worry about. Exactly. Which, if you're me, you have a lot of, which we experienced before trying to watch fucking YouTube, which is great, but yeah. So just blame that on the God of War patch. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was a God of War patch, and I bet it slowed it down. Yeah, probably. Like, it shouldn't be an it, issue. It doesn't take much. Even in my internet, like, on the day one, like, day one of God of War, there was like mm. a 6.5 gig patch. And I was yeah. like, okay, look, I've got pretty good internet. I'll download it, and uh, but while I'm waiting, I'll, like, 
watch a YouTube video. And for some reason, the PSN couldn't handle that. Like, I watched a trailer. I'm like, I wonder what that download's doing. And the, I went back to the PSN, checked my upload, my download. It was just like, oh, Jesus, this is going to take six hours. You're like, like, I watched a video. Like, come on. Like, you, previously, you said it would take like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. It was like, oh, you're not watching a YouTube video? Oh, yeah, this will be no time. Oh, I'm like, yeah, oh cool. It's all good, it's all good. But I want to do stuff while yeah. this is downloading, so I don't know, man. The PSN is just bad at multitasking. I think so. I, it, it doesn't help that my internet is awful as well. No, right? the only reason I say it though is because of the, we, before that, we did watch the newest Rooster Teeth doc. Yes, we did. What? Yeah, and that we watched that, no problems. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, Streamed, it, no issues. It's very good. It, it is good, very you know, good. The Xbox app. Um, if you're a first subscriber, watch it. <laughs> yeah, 100. If you're a Rooster Teeth fan, like sign up for first. Even if you do, you haven't signed up for it, I think you can get like a free month. There's trial. a free month. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good documentary. It's like an hour long, and it's just about. It's called Why 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 We're Here. Yeah, Why We're Here. Yeah. It's, it's the line they Which have. Is, yeah. Simple, yeah. Um, here we are, spruiking Rooster Teeth, even though they don't need it. <laughs> they don't need it, but it's it is a really good watch though. I really enjoyed that. Um, really good insight to how they got like started recording in a a bedroom. Yep. To having a ridiculous studio lot and doing VO in like a closet. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's insane. And yeah, like you said, now they've got like a, a fucking like airport series of airport hangar studios. Like it's bananas. they various departments. It's yeah. crazy, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out mm-hmm. if you are if you have a mild interest in that and even just seeing where they were and what they became. Yep. Exactly. 15 years. It's just the 15 year anniversary was earlier this month. So. Oh, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. 15 years. I think that's what I said. 15 freaking years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, boy. But yeah, um, Starbound is it's good. I, again, it's still pretty early days. I'm only, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how to like track how far I am down the tree. Right. I'm sort of using, I think I'm up to like, what do we just, fuck, what was I think we're past titanium now. Okay. I don't know how how far down it is. I'm not a Starbound pro. Right. We're a couple of tiers deep. I've got some good armor, and we're looking for some some gross, dangerous planets now. Yep. Uh, there's a, they have added other stuff as well. Like there's a mech suit you can call down for like <gasps> when you if you need to get fuel, you mine it with that. Cool. But uh, the catch there is if you spend too long mining, you'll eventually attract the attention of weird, horrible aliens. Okay. Which will then attack you, and it sucks. So. You can you can upgrade your mech. I'm sure it'll be less of a problem later. Can you defend yourself? Yeah. With so your, mech? your mech's got like a gun and a drill, uh, so you can. But also, it the combat's not great. Yeah, because it it does have the same issues as Terraria. Yep. Where like you wildly get, swinging around weapons. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like wildly swinging and like jumping at enemies, going, "I hope I hit you." Yeah. Uh, yep. but. It's not a it's not a huge issue. It's not really what you're there for. And again, you can if you if it's getting hairy, you can just warp back to your ship. Yeah. So not too bad. But you can also use it to like dock other ships as well. Sometimes other mm-hmm. ships will be in orbit, sometimes hostile, and you gotta like fight their turrets and stuff, and then get in there. Or they'll be friendly. You can just like fly in the back of them and just dock. And yep. Enough. I haven't found anything interesting out of that. But I mean, down the road, something could come. Surely, the, the fact that they're introducing that mechanic means yeah. that there's going to be some sort of. Uh, reason for doing so yeah hopefully but yeah it's i don't know it's it's definitely better now it's finished i mean that's obvious i guess yeah but uh yeah no i was i'm happy i picked it up and i well when i finish with the main game we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. i look forward to getting back to it one day yeah well i might jump back in with you once uh once you guys jump back into it but for now uh we have both been playing a little bit of you played a little bit more than me we've been playing uh god of war 
Yes. God of War. Sony Santa Monica's God of War. Yes. Some would argue, I would say their masterpiece. From the early impressions that I've got, I think it's... Yeah, it's it, this already, like, ten minutes into the game, the first... We're not going to... I don't know how spoiler we're going to go with, like... But ten minutes into the game, some things, like, there's, like, opening cutscene sort of thing, and it's like, I was immediately invested. And I've never cared more about Kratos as a character than I've, I have. I've never cared about Kratos as a character. Well, that's it. Like, you know... And that sucks to say, because, like, there are some things that potentially, if done well they could have used mm-hmm. like even the whole like killing his family thing when that was explained in one of your earlier games i was like well that sucks but i don't know Kratos, you're sort of a dick yep yeah you sort of yeah you're a bit of a like man baby very, very angry exactly very yeah. grumpy grumpy and angry and just like pissed off at everyone for no real apparent reason just yeah i'm allowed to be um but yeah, this already is sort of showing a new side of Kratos, like an older Kratos, a more, I guess, wiser Kratos in a way. I guess. He's definitely, he's a more restrained Kratos, but it's intentional. Mm. It's, yeah. He's got to look after his son. Yes, Atreus. Because, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's fit spoilers, I'm pretty sure it was dealt with in early trailers, to say that it's, the, yeah. the, his, his, the son's mother has passed away, and Kratos and him are on a quest to basically deliver her ashes to the top of a mountain. Yep. So that's sort of how, that's the the thing that gets that game's ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And from there, you sort of just move forward. It is, without spoiling, spoiling anything, it doesn't play like your, it doesn't play at all like a typical God of Wars. First of all, the combat is a bit slower. Yep. The camera is more restrained to sort of like an over-the-shoulder thing. Yep. Which at first was weird. Like in that first fight where they start throwing the drugs at you, I was like, yeah. okay, this is, take, this is taking some getting used to. I initially tried the game on hard. Mm-hmm. got my ass thoroughly beaten so mm-hmm. I changed back to normal and then still had a little bit of trouble until I got to grips with like alright R1 heavy R1 light R2 heavy I played Dark Souls L1 is shield yep and then I sort of settled sort of into a rhythm there but uh, it did take a bit of time especially after the other God of Wars where you're sure. basically just a walking blender yeah you just like swinging around swinging your chaos like, and everyone just gets minced up yeah um yeah, no, I, I think the combat, the choices for the combat have been, uh, I think it's modernized in a way that it sort of needed to be, I think. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. And I like they could have gotten away with doing combat like they used to, but I don't think it would work in terms of like the story they're trying to, to tell either. I don't know. It just wouldn't, it would feel a little out of place with these like wacky cartoony like action set pieces and things like that that you see in... Um, in like the other God of War games, uh, and then whereas this one's a lot more at this stage, from what I can tell, from what I've heard in the story, um, a lot more downplayed and a lot more subtle. I guess. Yeah, I mean the big thing is, so it's worth saying that the, the combat has to work like it does because essentially the game is Kratos and his son, and you couldn't you couldn't have like the blender combat. With your son sort of trudging along behind exactly, you, it just wouldn't yeah. make any sense. And it, yeah, it just it feels because like your son's not only there just to be like, well, Kratos' son's not only there just to be there and it'd be a story gimmick, I guess. He's also there because uh, he can help out as well. His role is very much that of Ellie's from The Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, essentially, that's the best way I can think of. A it. A little bit more interactive as well. I think you can like kind of control him. In you can you, you can command him to shoot arrows. Yeah. And there are some parts where you've got to command him to go to certain 
Yeah, like, but again, that's, that's usually just like pressing a button or like yeah, you, you boost him up, sort of how you would boost Ellie up, and she would kick down a a pallet for you or like a cray yeah. or something. It like it. It's pretty good though, like with the the shooting arrows thing, because like it, it uses it to like stun enemies while Kratos maybe is fighting another enemy, and it's you can sort of like combo it up, and it's mapped to the square button. So like you're using your your attacks with the uh, L um L one and two R one and two buttons, sorry. And like blocking with your L one, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then you've got your square to help, um, so Atreus can fire arrows at certain enemies that you've marked. So that's, and that's the thing. I feel bad for always forgetting because it's on the square button. Because my my fingers are always on like the triggers and the shoulder buttons. Like, mm-hmm. cool, these are my fighting buttons. Yeah, it's like if you press square, he'll shoot an arrow. And so many times I'll finish a fight, and he's he's just like. You know, I can help if you want. I'm like, oh, sorry, yeah. man. I totally forgot that you were even boy. here. Yeah, boy. Do not speak. <laughs> um, but obviously there are enemies where having the arrows helps. Particularly any exactly. types that you really need to remember to have him there. But like, yeah, I just am bad. I, yeah. I forget constantly. I mean, that might change when I get further into the game. I am still early on. Like, again, like uh, I, I end up finding myself mashing square sometimes just instinctively to attack. But then I'm like, oh, wait, so it's just like... Because he's got a limited amount of arrows that he can fire before yes. they recharge. Um, so he just, like, fires three arrows into this thing. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm out, Dad, I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, oh, yep, okay, I'm back in the fight. <laughs> um, we should probably mention one of other, like, Kratos' bits of arsenal that he's got now. Because he doesn't have the Blades of Chaos. No, he has the but Leviathan we know anyway. So, yeah, the Leviathan Axe. Um... Because we're we're dealing very much with Norse mythology now. Fuck which yes, is, that alone is amazing. Um, I just hit a pretty cool point that's in some of the trailers, but I won't say it. Um, we're like meeting a certain thing, and it was pretty spectacular. You're it's it's in the trailers, man. It, it, yeah, I guess you meet you meet the, I mean, the again. It's it's only really going to be if you if you are into Norse mythology, there are things that might hook you at this game. Yeah. So basically, it's the scene that where he meets the world serpent. Yeah. The world's open, of course, is a big deal. It, look into Norse mythology is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there are some things that you sort of blew my mind with a little bit about what's going on that's being hinted at maybe in the story already. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but the, the Leviathan Axe is really, really, really cool uh, piece of kit that he's got. Um, so you can use it as like a normal melee weapon, swing it around, heavy attacks, light attacks, all that kind of stuff. Hey, you can also throw it. Um, so you aim with like uh, L two, and then fire with like throw it with uh, yes. either of the uh, the attack buttons, and then uh, it's really cool because what you can do is he can call it back at any time as well by pressing triangle and it comes back to him. It's, so, wor- it's worth noting that even if you have thrown it out and it is embedded in an enemy, mm-hmm. you, you press R one, he will then switch to just punching things. Exactly. So you you are not at a huge disadvantage if your axe is currently because you can use your axe to stall enemies. Like maybe you want to fight one guy. And not deal with his body, so you freeze him with your axe, and then you punch the other guy. Yep, and, and call it back when you're done. It's cool to combo up with that sort of stuff yes. too. It feels once you get the hang of it, it does feel quite fluid. Like, uh, like it's like, all right, there's a guy up the top there. I'm going to throw my axe up there. Oh, he's attacking! Punch, 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 punch. Build up the uh, the he's like uh, what's it called? Stun meter enough, uh, which is another mechanic they've got. Enemies have like a stun meter if you hit him enough. Yeah, but um, that doesn't feel that. Different because like it was already like God of War yeah. did have executes in the past. It's just they put a, a bar, a there. bar, so you can sort of keep progress on how yeah. close you are to it, I guess, um, and like know whether or not to keep going or like dodge back and then come back in for another uh, couple of attacks. But 
man, I like, I just loved comboing it. Like, like already like feeling like, oh, I can do this. And then I can do over here. I can punch this guy and then I'm going to punch him. I'm going to throw him around. And then I can call my axe back and it will come. If it's, if I've lined it up correctly, it'll go through enemies that I've lined up in front of me. Like there's all these like weird trick shots you can do. Um, but it's also used in a lot of the puzzles as well because it can freeze things. It is used in a lot of the puzzles. The puzzle that is the same puzzle. Where yeah. you like rotate a lever and then freeze the the mechanic mm-hmm. the mechanical gear thing so that doors don't drop or bridges don't go back up, and that's fine. Like it's nothing too complicated. And um, there's there's one slight variation on it that's pretty cool that I've played at least anyway. Which one's that? The spinning one. Yeah, but even then, it sort of is just you you freeze the gear, you throw an axes, yeah, and it's fine. Like I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing. God of War puzzles have never really been too complicated. No. Uh, but I do hope there's, it's a really, like the first time I did it, it was like, ah, oh, interesting. And by the 10th time I was doing it, I was like, yeah. okay, yep, there it is. All right, cool. I'm hoping maybe once, if there's other items and things you'll get in the game as well, that like might need to be used. I've started, different... I've started seeing like gates I can't open and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, there's like, there's one straight out there, like pretty early on. Where yeah. At your house. Like yeah. the hidden, hidden gate or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's yeah. got like a mirror or something on it. Yeah. Yeah. And you try and open it and your son. Mocks you, yeah, mocks you, and you're like, what? Whatever, like, kid. You. I don't see you opening it, boy. You, have you tried to go back for it for a second time? No, I haven't. Actually. He's just like, it's still locked, Dad. Oh wow! And then it like puts like a lock symbol over it, so you can't. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay, fair enough. So, so I went back. I tried to punch it. And I was like, <laughs> and he does the same movement again. He's like, still locked, Dad. I'm like, so yeah, but there are doors that I assume you'll need new abilities to open, but it's just a matter of how long it takes to get them. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the 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 puzzle mechanics that are there are interesting, but I I am looking for more variety in the future, so I'm hoping it it is a big game, so it's, it's early yeah, days still. Yeah, and it's already like sort of showing its cards of how big it is, sort of alluding to be, I guess, in the very small amount that I've played. Because um, I've, the the point I've hit, you said basically, is where the game opens up a lot more, and I was like, oh. Oh, look at yeah. all the things. Um, yeah, the point you're at is basically where, yeah, there's, a, there's some stuff in the game. Where I was like, why is this so fast? And then, like, there's the rowing. Yeah. And I was like, why? This is, I don't know. I feel like Kratos in that very first scene is just like, yeah, yeah. let's go really quick. I'm like, like you, can, you can take your time. This, yeah, can we just, I want to look around. Yeah, please? then I got to, uh, to another rowing segment and then I was like, oh, this is why it's quick. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean... Early, early impressions. I am believe the hype about this game. Really, honestly, I think it's it's already setting itself up in my eyes to be something quite special. And if they can, if they can stick the landing with a lot of the things that they might be trying to throw up in the air, I it's going to be one hell of a ride. I think, yeah, uh, to get through. I'm really, I'm, I'm confident that I'm going to get to the end of the game and be incredibly happy. Yep. I'm all, it's already probably my favorite God of a War, God of War game. I've only played like six or seven hours. Yep. Which I mean, honestly, is probably nearly a full God of War game in the past. Yeah, not, you they can blitz through them. They yeah. aren't super long, and that's fine. Games don't have to be. But to say that this is my favorite up to seven hours and I still know nothing about the story, I've only really only fought one major boss, in quotation marks. Yeah. I don't know how big of a deal he was, but he was like, he had a special health bar, so I assume he was a big deal. Okay, is that the one I thought of? Yes, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. at the start of the game. And yeah. uh, apart from that, there's been some of those big trolls I've killed, but they usually come down to the same strategy, so I don't really count them. But it's like souped up enemies, in my opinion. They're good to serve uh, every now and then, like, 
because you're like hacking and slashing away through sort of in a way through all the like you know cannon fodder i guess of like lower level enemies which is still quite tough as well they, they still take a bit of skill, there are some but... enemy types that are bullshit yeah yeah but those trolls are sort of like the bump the, the parts where the game forces you and goes all right really think carefully about every move that you're making here i guess even if even if every move is either throw your axe or like hacking at his ankles yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but like in terms of dodging and stuff and like knowing when to attack and when to dodge and and like sort of training you to sort of expect maybe what's going to happen later on with more boss fights and things like that maybe i guess we'll see um but like i there's something about that axe that every time you throw it and it comes back like the sound effect combined with like the amount of like vibrations get comes to the controller like you feel it. It, it you can feel that axe coming back to you and you're just like oh yeah i've got my got my sweet axe back now and you're like that it was always like a slight pause where he like grabs it as well and he's like then sheaths it and it's so satisfying to watch um but yeah kratos is still angry as ever a little bit subdued now but He's as a character, he feels more. He feels more relatable, I guess, because in the again in the original God of War games, he was just an angry person who had to kill all the Greek gods because they tricked him. Yep. But in this one, now he's got a, a son. He sort of is like, look, because at one point your son gets angry, mm-hmm. and Kratos is like, yo, look, anger's fine if you can control it. Like, oh yeah, I, I guess you would know that, Kratos. Exactly. Yeah, you have been a loose cannon for a long while. Mm-hmm. So, and it seems like he's starting to come to grips with a lot of the consequences of things that he's done in the past. I feel yeah. it's it's a, a bit late, a, but it's a bit late. But I mean, he does seem to be like, from what I can tell, seem pretty torn up about some like stuff that he's like. You can tell he's thinking about certain things when um like Atreus mentions things about like worshipping gods and stuff like that yeah and he mentions why would you why would any man want to worship those kinds of monsters it is that it is that sort of stuff where i mean this game is if you haven't played a single god of war game before this is a good one to jump in on yeah but there are a couple of throwaway lines like those ones where you're like okay this is this is relating to kratos's past and there are a couple of other ones that i've had so far the very start with the um like his bandages around his wrists yes um like that that as well if you if you didn't know anything about God of War and you went into that, you'd be like, oh, well, he's just got, like, slashed up wrists from something oh, and he's just bandaging them up again. But if you've played or know anything about Kratos from his past, you know that's a fucking big deal. You know that was where the Blades of Chaos were exactly, tethered to. Bound to him. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> he's constantly got his little... his bandages there, which is... And, like, I like the way he sort of tightens them sometimes as yep. well. It's, it's very... There's lots of little things where if you've played the other God of Wars, you will respect it. But if you haven't played a God of War, like you're not going to miss much. No. You'll still get just as much out of it, probably. Absolutely. Because, I mean, the main thing to take away from the other God of Wars, if you're new to this, is like, hey, Kratos was pretty mad. Yep. And he killed a lot of Greek gods. He did slash some, all of them. He did some bad shit. And not only, like, killed them, like, in some pretty horrific ways. He, like, he, he punched Zeus's face until it was mush. Yep. Yep. And it's gross. Yep. He popped out uh, whose eyes? Did he... Poseidon in the start of it. Oh, it's in the start of God of War three. He like you have to do like that. L- R- um, oh L3 yeah, and yes, R3. Yeah. I think it was Poseidon. Click yeah. the sticks in, and you like. I mean, he kills him. And he thumbs and his and eyes. He, like floods the world. Yeah, true. So yeah. like, yeah, Kratos has been a dick. So yeah. it's interesting to see where they're going to take his character this time. Now that he's got, he's got, a, he's got a uh, someone to be a role model for, I guess. And yeah, someone who's going to be like very, very much influenced by 
whatever Kratos' actions are. And he's ended up in a new world mm-hmm. with new gods. Well, we have no idea what's happened and, and what led to that moment. What we know is that Kratos was hiding. Yeah. And things that have been set in motion that have forced him out of hiding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm so excited to play more of this game. I know. I want to go and play it right now. I know. All right. So once we finish this, <laughs> we're going to go home and I, yeah, we're taking the train station. God of War. And then I'm going to play some God of War as well. And I have work till five o'clock tomorrow, so I can play God of War. It's fine. Oh, it's going to be a God of War fueled couple of days for me. Yeah. Um, um, that's sort of about it, though. Like for now, I think yeah, we'll, we'll probably most likely uh, revisit it next well, week or the week after. Hopefully, we can crack it open next week. Yeah. I can get. I don't think I'm super busy this week, so I'm going to try and get through as much as I can. I've got a. I've got some lovely on. days off. There's a public holiday wedged in there. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, public holiday with a very important movie coming out that day. Yeah, that's only like two and a half hours of a day. That's though. fine. Still important though. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm very but also oh. God of War. I know. I look. Yeah, awesome, but also Infinity War. What a time to be alive. We got. Please fucking, don't suck. Please like, don't suck. I just. I really don't want it to suck. <laughs> uh, I just. I don't think it will. But I just. Yeah. There's that little slight part of you that's always. You know. There's like a billion heroes. Yeah. And yeah. I just oh it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun like I'm it's gonna be heartbreaking I'm gonna cry a lot probably but yeah like in this week we've got God of War and then like less than a week later we've got Infinity War which is like the culmination of ten years of uh, Marvel and their cinematic universe um and yeah it's gonna be exciting it's good times because some cool shit coming up. Um, yes but we'll definitely touch back on uh with god of war in the coming weeks for sure um we're, prob- we're already getting to a point where we i just I, i've already so i've given up on the nokia 2 i officially i've put okay. i've put that down it's not happening because you know we got god of war we yep. got donkey kong i've got mm-hmm. dark souls mm-hmm. there's a lot of releases in the coming month or so yeah and, and and i'm i'm like no all right I'm finishing God of War. This is happening. Oh, yeah. So I've gotten to... I think Donkey Kong is like first weekend of May. It's kind of about a week and a half to sort of... To get through this game. Okay. And that's my, that's my goal is to get to the end by then. Okay. And be done. I am I am most definitely taking my time with it. I'm not rushing. But like, t- I think I think a week and a half is reasonable. That's, that's fair. And like, yeah. I, I will hit credits and then I'll probably go back to it later to do yeah. the rest of the stuff. But like, I want to see a lot of credits. I've heard a lot of people say... Uh, there was kids around when people were doing early impressions of it they were like oh people would say have you finished yet and they go I have reached credits so that makes me believe that there will be like and the way the game's laid out from what I can tell already it might be like post game stuff you can go back or I can go back and I'm not so not sure it's post game stuff but it is more of an open world ish Mm. RPG now as opposed to like the old God of Wars were just hack and slash Action games, like where levels, you, basically. At stage one, yep. stage two. This is more like, hey, this is the world you're in. You can zip around. There are shortcuts to unlock and all that sort of stuff. It's so I can just, yeah. yeah, I can imagine that there'll be plenty to do. Like you can go see credits and then load your save and go back and start checking off the, the, the boxes of the rest of the world's activities. Yes. Um, but that's about all I've played this week. I've been playing a lot of Solitaire on my phone. <laughs> Solitaire. Actually, no. It's called Age of Solitaire, and like every time you do. Like, when you win games, you get, like, points, and that builds, like, a little city on the screen for you. Never in my... We're, we're 92 episodes into this podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about video games a lot, mm-hmm. and now it's got its unique twist, but never did I think we would be talking about Solitaire. I, 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 I quite like a good Solitaire game. I'm not game. saying Solitaire's bad. It's... I'm just saying that 
that's not what I expected. Do we talk about? I, I'm. We would have talked about pocket card jockey at some point. Possibly. I reckon that would have come up. So that's also I, solitaire. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's, sol- it's solitaire and horse racing, basically. It's fun. I, I'll take your word for it. It's, oh, it's on my 3DS, so... I was like, oh, maybe oh, I should play some more. 3DS. It's somewhere. I don't know anymore. Um, I know what mine is. Mine is constantly charging next to my room. Uh, in my room next to my bed. Mm. But I haven't opened it since I finished... This is 100%ed. Metroid Samus Returns. Yeah. So it's sort of just been going, hey, um, you want to play me? Get them right here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you are. But I take my Switch. headphones off and like, look up from my Switch. I'm like, sorry, what? what? Did you say something? No? Okay. Goodbye okay. 3DS. Yeah. It was fun. Um, cool. So we might uh we might dive into some news topics now. Sounds good. Yeah, sweet. Uh starting off with a new game release or potential uh, announcement. Not really a potential pl- announcement. Well, no, potential I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I told you I told you this episode was gonna be erratic. <laughs> um but uh, a a like you know, an announcement for Platinum Games new game. Wow, Joel, a new Platinum Games game. Oh, Kari, the the the, the venom is starting. Oh, are you ready for it, Joel? Because I'm not happy. I'm happy with the game. It looks gorgeous, but there's mm-hmm. a really big caveat with it. It's uh, it's it's called um, World of Demons. Interesting. It looks really cool. It's, uh, according does it, to the, does it look uh, like any other games that it may have existed? Very similar to Okami. Wow. Like, I mean, I guess Platinum came from Clover, exactly. and Clover made Okami, so it's fine. It's got that very similar art style. Uh, it, it looks like a, an action game. That's good. Platinum make yeah, action games. They do make action yep. games very well. That uh, with samurai uh, and uh, different yokai. Sounds amazing. Sounds great. Coming to mobiles. Oh. Um, oh. So yeah, it's a free to play mobile game. It's being published by a partner DNA, who are responsible for sort of being in bed a little bit with uh, Nintendo with all their mobile. They, they sort of they sort of are like the Japanese mobile. Yeah. Market that's, really. That's their that's their jam. Um, um, oh. But yeah, so it does it does suck a little bit that it's, it's going to be a free to play title, which means it's going to have sort of various timers and different types of currencies and things. Either that, or it's just going to be a I it's already just a gacha. Yep. Like, and I I guess like we don't know yet. The gameplay, just, the trailer just showed hack and slash gameplay and some enemies. It didn't show. Like, what about... Because, I mean, it's not free-to-play for nothing. Like, there's something in there that's... And I, I just assume Gacha. Because that's sort of the... That's the shit. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, because it's up for, for... I think you can register for it for, like, a pre-register for it now on the App Store. Not here. Uh, I think it must be in Japan it's only. It's Japan only at first. And that comes back to the fact that clearly it's uh, probably going to have some sort of Gacha element to it because the Japanese love... Mobile games and especially gacha games, they they all about that. They like real life gachas, like that's kind of one of their things that they like. Um, but yeah, it's I'm pretty excited to give it a go. If I sound bitter, it's only because it looks really cool, and I want to play it with a controller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a real shame. I mean, could Platinum ever best in the biz at like action hack and slash games like this, like? Bayonetta 2 set new standards uh, after, like, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance had already just done it. Oh, oh. Like, they're just like, what? Platinum just goes, okay, we did better this time, though. And you're yep. like, how? How did you do better? You did, but I don't know. Good on you. It's just, oh, man, every bit of that game feels so good to do. Exactly. And the trailer's like, it, the gameplay looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks like a Platinum game. I just, 
you'll have to forgive me for not being convinced that this will work great on a touchscreen. I uh, see. The, uh, the, what I'm thinking is maybe that it's it's like swiping for attacks and things like that. I mean, maybe. Um, and if that's the case, I feel like that might work. Because um, yeah, there's an article on uh, on Eurogamer that sort of got a um, whole bunch of details about the whole thing. Um, yeah, looks kind of interesting. Yeah, like I can see here that. It is. It's not a. It's not a shallow game. It's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. You get full three sixty degree control over your character, which again, it's just okay. Does that mean virtual joystick? I don't, <sighs> I don't like that. I don't like those things. Uh, and like, yeah, it's got like the, an elemental weapon triangle and all sorts of stuff. So it sounds pretty deep. It's got like the dodge that the Platinum Games are known for. That yeah, it, that just works so well. And I just, I want it on a controller, Joel. It does say here too as well. It's like thinking more. I uh, think more along the lines of Super Mario Run with a little automation helping smooth out the lack of traditional controls. But it's a little bit deeper because you've got that three sixty degree control control of the character. Well. Yeah, and that that all sounds fine. And I just I don't. It looks so good. Yeah, and like I love that Okami art style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I I would like to play it. Yeah, uh, some of the screenshots here. It looks like it's got the um. Like rock paper scissors style. Yeah, um, so that's like the the triangle. The triangle, yeah. But it's also got the uh, the purple and the the gold ones as well, which is like usually like light and dark. By the way, I'm glad we just adapt. We just accepted that red is better than green, green is better than blue, and blue is better than red. Yep. Like that's it's, just how it is. It's Pokemon first of all, yep. and also like they also use in Fire Emblem. Yep. Swords are red. They beat axes, which something. are green, and they beat lances, which are blue, and that beats swords that are red. I was red. playing something else the other day that had that as well. It's just sort of been accepted. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> having to switch between something. What was it? I can't remember what it was. Man. Yeah. It's, it's just it's an interesting thing, but it's yeah. just sort of how it is now. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye on this, and I probably will play it when it comes out, for better or worse. I mean, mm. here's the thing. The other thing that's hurting my interest in this game is there's still no real mention of Android. Well, that's that's disappointing. And, like, I'm sure it'll come to it. Mm. But, like, if I don't hear that off again, I'm like, I don't care. I just don't care. Why should I care? If you Like, fair enough, like, Apple and the App Store and all that is probably a better place to release. But if I can't find an Android, it's not on my radar. Right. It's just how it is. Yeah. And, yeah, it will come to it. I guarantee I, it. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, it's interesting here that I'm just reading about like the free to play mechanics. Apparently, the uh, the the yokai that you you are like going up against uh, are recruitable, and you can use them in asynchronous multiplayer. So gacha. So that's where your gacha stuff comes in. Okay. Uh, they also apparently um, someone from Platinum has said that nothing's behind a paywall, so it's all. Then where does where's the money where, come where's from? the money come from? I mean, who knows? They might do it like it. It's like free to play, but with ads, and then like you can pay to unlock like the full version without ads. I've seen a few games do that before, and even if it was like a bit a, a more of a higher price, like a ten dollar game or something like that. I mean, maybe. I just I feel like if it was going to be like if it was that, they would just sell it for a price. True. Because um, it doesn't it doesn't seem to mention free to start. Which is what, Very which true. also would have made sense if like it was like like Mario Run, how you can start it for free, 
but you get to a certain point it's like okay now it costs this much uh it does it, i just that's why my mind jumps to gacha it jumps to fire emblem heroes it jumps to okay grand blue fantasy i think yep. is his name which is platinum as well isn't it no they're making a game of it for consoles they're making a game of it it's initially by someone else um so yeah they said uh nothing behind a paywall it's something that was very important for us this is on the article over on um on Eurogamer with got a whole bunch of information about this a game. Huge writer. We want to. We we also wanted to give people different ways to interact with the game, not only in playing it, but also in terms of the payment model. We have the summons. These are those are done using in-game currency, and that can be earned. One of the key things with action games is it's all about how good you are. There is customization and leveling up. The better you are, the more quickly you get rewards. We wanted to give people different ways to interact. The summons is a very straightforward mechanic, but we didn't want it to end there. We also have the beckoning system, which is a single one-time purchase. There are various tiers of it, and it's a one-time payment that gives you a permanent buff. There are going to be people out there who want to get every single yokai that's available, and for them to be the max level... There are options for those players. There are others who want to spend a certain amount of money over the course of the game. So we have these permanent purchase options available so they can get drops a little faster in a way that's very visible. Uh, so you're paying for buffs, essentially. Permanent buffs. Permanent buffs, which is, like, yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting business model. Yeah. It's like you can you can grind this out if you want to. Otherwise, you can just, you know, you can this three bucks now and you get the this permanent buff that'll help you get more of this specific yokai to appear or something it's so tricky because i mean whereas it you can like obviously in i'm gonna go to fire emblem heroes because okay. that's the one i played the most of yep. these gacha games yeah like you can buy the orbs that you use to summon heroes and that's that's like okay this is sort of a different take on that where obviously you buy the buff for a better drop chance i'm not sure which yes. is really better Hmm. I mean, I guess we won't know until we see how this, how what the odds are like on this one. But like, I I do like in Heroes how you basically do you can do summons in allotments of five. Yeah. And the cost for orbs gets cheaper every time, and you're pretty much guaranteed for a rare in that in that five there. Yeah. So, but the thing is too, I, I guess if the gameplay is tight enough and you're enjoying it, then like grinding is not so much a, a an issue if it's if it's fun to do. Yeah. If you're having a good time doing it, then I, like, for me personally, I found that, I'm like, all right, well, especially because it's a mobile game, I can just sit on the couch and play it, I can go to bed and play it, like, it's, I I don't have a super time investment with, like, something like God of War, where I'm like, I'm going to sit down for, like, three hours, at least, I'm going to be tuned into it, I'm going to be, I'm going to have the surround sound on my soundbar on, it's like, I'm going to have the works. I love, that's the thing, I love being tuned into Platinum Games games. I do as well, don't get me wrong, but, like, if... If this game is still good, then I'm I'm on board. I'll I'll see you for Bayonetta three platinum. Oh, well, kind. Do you want to do you want some more bad news? Yes, Joel. I would love some more bad you news because this this one makes me more angry than the yeah, other one. This one's a bit because shit. It, you know what? At least World of Demons looks cool. Mm, yeah, World of Demons looks cool. It looks original. It looks fun. So I'll pay that. Platinum Platinum are a very respectable company. Very respectable to their life franchises and things that they have. Man, it's it's good when they're when companies are like respect their their work mm. and mm. treat their IPs with care. Even, Absolutely. Even if it, I don't want it on mobile, like they are taking care of making exactly. This game. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're putting in the hard work for it. They're, you know, we're buttering this up because the next story, Joel, mm. it, con- it concerns Konami. Mm. What are they doing these days, Joel? You're not gonna believe more, it. More pachinko machines, are they? Oh, please, they are making a new Castlevania game. Get right out of town. I will, because it's for mobile phones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yay. Castlevania's back on mobile. Yep. It's... Mm. So, it's a it's a co-op 
game, isn't it? Sort of. I. <sighs> so there isn't any videos for this one. It's only screenshots and a vague description. It's so basically the gameplay is real time co op around like around the world, but so it's up to four players play together. But there's also a four v four competitive mode as well. Oh. Like and the screenshots, like it looks, it looks like a ca- like an old school Castlevania game. Yeah, like even the art looks like it should. Yep. But it's also just weird. But first of all, it's like four player co op. I get. Do you what was that one that came out on PS three and three sixty? That was it was in the big castle and it was co op. Is that Harmony of Dissonance? I don't even remember. There's been so oh, many... fuck, what was it? And, yeah. and like, you could zoom right out when you had multiple players. It, and was, it wasn't yeah, very good. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was... Oh, was Harmony it Harmony of Despair? Oh, I thought Dissonance. I could be wrong. Could be Dissonance. Give, give it a Google. I'm curious. Just Google um, Harmony of Dissonance and see what pops up. But if it's anything like that... Oh, God, why? And also, why mobile? Yeah, but Harmony of Dissonance, you're right. It was a Game Boy Advance one. Was it? it must have been that one then. It was, it was a PS3 one. I forget. Okay. I can't remember its name. Castlevania PS3. Like, try Castlevania multiplayer PS3 and see what pops up. Because, like, the other PS3 ones were obviously the Lords of Shadow uh, games, and they were single player. But, um, yeah, it, like, so much of this game looks right. It's even its name. Its name is, uh, where is it? Castlevania Grimoire of Souls? Harmony of Despair. That's the one. Harmony of Despair. And the other one, yeah. So it's Harmony of Dissonance was the Game Boy Advance one, and then Harmony of Despair was the... There's been a lot of Castlevania games. Yeah. Um, Except for recently, when yeah. there has been zero. But that's okay, we're getting a mobile one now, Joel. Uh, okay. Look, this one seems less appealing to me, because it's like... I agree with you to an extent that like virtual controls aren't great. I can see I can see maybe Platinum's one working a little bit better, because like, I, I just have this feeling it's going to be like a lot of swiping and slashing to do attacks... Which, if that's the case, that kind of shit, if you do it well, especially, it works very well on that platform. Yeah, like, it doesn't really seem to mention how the actual game plays itself. All we really know is that it's four-player co-op and there's a 4v4 competitive mode. Mm. So maybe, I mean, maybe it's not going to be the Metroidvania we know. Probably not, I imagine. Mm. Uh, Does it say if it's going to be free-to-play or... It doesn't really. Honestly, this game, we know that you can pre-register for it. In Japan. Yeah. And there's still no word about whether it will come out over here at all. Yeah. So who knows what will happen. I, well, yeah, it's going to be a free-to-play game as well, I think. It's Konami, man, of course it is. And you'll, and you'll, again, if this is like that PS3 one, you are buying heroes, man. Uh, You are, you are ponying up the money if you want to play as uh, Alucard or Simon Belmont. Well, they don't even mention it. Who are the characters that they've mentioned? So they've got. They do have named characters. Oh, here, look right here. You can also use characters from previous Castlevania games, such yeah. as Alucard, Simon, and Charlotte, Shinoa, and Maria, oh. with emphasis on pairs. <laughs> so hey, oh. maybe that means we might get old Charlotte Jonathan from Portrait of Ruin back in. Did yeah, you, did you play Portrait of Ruin? I didn't. I've oh. I've not played any Castlevania games. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, that... because I didn't want to. I because obviously I quite like the whole like the Metroidvania genre. I like that stuff, but I just never got around to Castlevania. It was wow. one of those things that there, there were some really good ones on the yeah. Game Boy Advance and the DS, and obviously Symphony of the Night is like the second best Metroidvania. Out That's there. on. Ex- I can play it on Xbox One, can I? If you you can buy it, yeah. Hmm. You can you can buy a crappy version on the PS3. 
Uh, no. The PS1 classic. But nah. if you get on Xbox, man, you get those Chivos. It's like slightly remastered. It's a better deal if you yeah. get on that. Maybe I'll do that later in the year. Uh, but it, yeah, they do have named characters. The protagonist is a, is a character called... Oh, God. Time to butcher some Japanese names. Hey, there we go. Je- Genya Arakado? Hi, right, man. Gen- Genya Arakado? Yeah, let's go with that. And then... Wow, the other one's much easier. It's Lucy. Lucy! Second character, Lucy. Okay. She she works for a research organization that fights against Dracula. I think you've nailed that. I think you nailed that. Genia. Genia Aricado. 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 You've said that now. Well, it's it's like Aricado. Yeah, but it's Aricado. I also hope I pronounced Lucy right. So maybe his name is is Genia. Thank you. (laughs) Maybe. Thank you, Konami, for making a new Uh, Castlevania game. It's what we wanted all along. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, like. To be fair, this was a surprise. Yeah. Even though I, know, I think we spoke a while back about going, I think we'll see a new Castlevania yeah, in the I future. Think, I think so too. But that, this is like the monkey paw style of that wish, I guess, yeah. where we got it, but we're getting a mobile game. Do you know what I think? Like, you know, because we were talking about it because we wanted to see maybe Simon Belmont in, uh, Smash. in Smash. Yeah. Which I feel is still on the cards. Well, at least, like, so is, even if it's bad, it's, it is sort of nice to hear Konami talk about Castlevania yeah, in some form. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, you know, the Netflix series has done okay. Yeah. We've got a second season of that coming up some point, sometime, eventually, soon. I should finish watching that. You really should. It's, it's, <laughs> it's surprisingly good. A terrible person. Um, uh, and yeah, so like I am willing to hold that, hold that hope for a good Castlevania game. It's just not this one. This isn't the one I want. Hmm. But as long as they're thinking about it, I guess I'm happy. Well, they do say here as well is it's real-time co-op around the world. So, yeah, like, like I get, like, I should have just means you can team up with four friends from around the world, right? Yeah, but that might allude to the fact that maybe it's, a, it's getting a global release. That's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, yeah. That's, yeah. I guess that, that maybe. that's true. Maybe. But either way, like, if you're going to make New Castlevanias, just not... Maybe use this as a jumping off point to go back to Castlevania as an IP. Put it on the Switch, and then if you want two-player co-op, fucking Joy-Con mode. Yeah, well, I mean... Done. I wouldn't be surprised if it... Like, <coughs> this, this is a simple enough game, like, based on what they describe it as. Like, put it on mobile first, and then it can move to Switch later. I yeah. don't know. Depending on what the, the, the payment model of it is, and, and whether or not it's it's going to be, like, have catch and mechanics and things as well. Yeah, I mean... If it's Konami, like Konami yeah. of a company that get that sold Metal Gear Survive, hey, you, you can play this game. You can make a character. Oh, cool. What if I want to make a second character? Uh, that's gonna cost you money. Yeah, you gotta buy those extra character slots and uh, fuck that. Really, like also the game looked awful. So well, but that's a, a, no. It doesn't look awful because it's on the Fox engine. Oh, like visually wise, but like in terms of I, I played. I it. think what you mean is it plays poorly. Yeah, I played it for literally 10 minutes and I was like this is trash I could be doing so many more better things in my life which is basically anything that isn't playing that game Jeez. so fuck it um, I think there's a chance for redemption there and that, that chance is to add a battle royale mode that's what that game needs I nah <laughs> nah nah I'm good alright uh, it wouldn't wouldn't sell the game to me why would I buy that when I can go and download Fortnite for free which is a better game Oh, uh, okay, all right. I honestly think uh, I—I mean, 
to be fair, I haven't played PUBG. I can't comment on that. But PUBG my, is the best battle royale. It's. I just. It feels like though. It does. It's not quite a fully full game yet. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to start any sort of like you know. Well, PUBG's Fortnite's so much better than PUBG because like I I both see like elements from both of them. <laughs> I, I like important. I like like you carefully trying to choose your words. <laughs> yeah, I like I, they they both have relevance and they both have uh, importance in in the whole battle royale genre. But it's yeah, I I don't know. For me, it just Fortnite seems more appealing to me. Yeah, and um, I mean I'm not. I, I shouldn't be kicking up any dust here because I've played a, a couple of games of Fortnite Battle Royale. Yeah. I probably won't go back to it. Uh, and PUBG, I've never played it all because I don't have a good PC. And I, yep. don't, I don't want to play the Xbox version. Ooh. So, but like, I think all I'm saying is that as bad as Metal Gear, Metal Gear Survive appears to be, Battle Royale for that game just seems like the perfect fit. Yeah, cool. And guess what? They'll probably charge an extra $25 for it. At least. Yeah, for the mode on top of the game. I mean, that's that's fair. Also, I guess like I, Epic, yeah. Epic are selling early access Fortnite. Well, you can play Battle Royale for free. Yeah, which is like it's a standalone thing. Though it is. It's you don't need to have that that founders pack or whatever to to play Fortnite Royale. Whereas the way that Konami will do it, if they do a, a, a Battle Royale in Survive, they'll go. Yeah, we're doing a like a battle royale. Everyone's like, "Great!" And they're like, "It's going to cost you thirty bucks." Oh, by itself? No, on top of the game that you already have to pay as well, because we've got a whole bunch of them in the warehouse that we need to get rid of. A whole bunch of physical copies out there we need to ship on out. So, uh yeah, that's just the way I feel it's going to be. If they do it at all, I just I think they should cut their losses and fucking forget about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So, Castlevania coming to mobile. Yay! Yeah. Woo. Yeah, I'm the mobile gamer guy. You are, enjoy I that. Do, uh, I might. Um, speaking of Battle Royales, Kyron. <laughs> Rumours going around at the moment. Uh, of course, we know that we're getting uh, uh, the full reveal about uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Oh, do you mean Black Ops 1111? <laughs> I do mean Black Ops 1111. Um, that's 3-1, yeah. Three one, because you could anyway. Um, so apparently, the the, the rumor going around is that uh, it's not going to have a story mode. Which that alone, because like of the stories, I like that I was sort of interested in checking out of the COD franchise. The Black Ops ones were the ones that apparently were really good, um, and really interesting, and did some cool stuff with like. I mean, like time travel and like flashbacks I, and things. From what I've heard, yes, it seemed like pretty like batshit crazy. And I'm like, all right, um, that sounds like fun. I want to get in on that. But they're like, nah, I'm not doing that now. Uh, instead, we're going to do a battle royale mode. Um, yeah, they're going to have like you know, uh, they're trying to yeah focus on multiplayer and zombies basically. Yeah, which are their two bread and butter um modes within Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to find out because this room has been weird and like removing single player it comes from Polygon is where the, the original article I think surfaced mm-hmm. yeah uh, but <sighs> no single player no single player again Black Ops at this point I think I saw on the, on the article and like it just makes sense it's probably one of the longer running COD sub series yeah Modern Warfare got to three was it, was it a four 
Was there a Modern Warfare 4? No, because they did Advanced Warfare. And oh, Infinite that's Warfare. right. And they were different things. But, like, the, yeah. the main story of, like, Soap McTavish and all that were, was, like, Modern Warfare, Warfare 1, 2, and 3. Um, but, yeah, I think this is... <coughs> this would have, If this had a story mode, it would have been, like, a, a concurrently... Like, a, like a consistently running story. But uh, it's not so... Well, uh, Rumoured to be, anyway. But I wouldn't be surprised if... I think the Battle Royale thing is, is a lock. I think that's absolutely going to be in there. But I don't think... I don't know. I just... So have a rumor actually, how this rumor has formulated is okay. it, it popped up via Polygon, who talked about the no rumor, like the no campaign rumor. And then another, web, another source called Charlie Intel posted saying that they had heard the similar, a similar thing about the no campaign like story last month, but also that to fill that content gap there was the chance that Raven Software would do a Battle Royale. So, and again, Battle Royales are a trend right now. Yeah, they are. They're in. They're so hot right now. I think it'll be, it might be a different story come the end of the year. I think so too. I think we're going to get super burnout on them. I think everyone's going to try and get that, that Battle Royale money. It's, it's, but, it's so quickly it became the new MOBA. It really did. Yeah. Or like, you know, even Hero Shooter as well. Like, or even like MMOs, like there's always yeah. this rush to fill this market when there's only room for a couple at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're the ones that usually kick it off and do it well. Yeah, so and like Blizzard's so- usually involved. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so uh, they don't have a battle royale yet, though. They yet. Could you imagine like an Overwatch? I'd battle hate royale? it so much. Imagine the Overwatch battle royale. It would be so shit. It would be shit. It would be garbage. It would just be. There aren't a be- hundred heroes. First of all, so you have like. 50, 50 Genjis running around it and it would be crap. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fucked. Uh, but it'd be kind of funny to just... They should do it for just one day. Do like a Battle Royale purge. I know that like the, the topic of... like the, the idea of a Battle Royale Overwatch has flowed to pasture, Kaplan. Oh, as if it wouldn't have, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, but that's, I, I, I recall him saying that it, was, it would be difficult in, to implement. I'm like, yeah, yeah it definitely would exactly, be. Exactly, yeah. They're, they're better off focusing on what they're, they're doing well. Yeah, and that's series, a, but, the, the solid hero shooter. But like, I don't know. Like, It's weird, no single-player campaign. I guess to, to put your business hat on, to be like a business, to be, <laughs> to be on Activision's board, looking at how you make money. Yeah. Is it worth the single player to like? You've got to like hire voice actors and writers to do cutscenes and all that. Yeah, I guess. And like, Call of Duty is first and foremost multiplayer. Mm. And if they wanted to do like a more sort of directed multiplayer mode, Zombies has gone that way in the past, where yeah. those those the multiplayer and Zombies has sort of had mini stories from what I can tell. Because you play a set, you can pick set characters and you. Do scenarios. Kevin Smith's in one of them. Yeah, so I wanted to play that one because it was like eighties themed, like yeah, not in the woods kind of yeah. And I, I, I could see them trying to fill that gap with battle royale. Okay, and again, and yeah, Activision wants money. True, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't care one way or another. Really, I think really it's I think it's interesting to consider. It is in something interesting to consider. Because, yeah, like like you said, like as far as the campaigns go, the Black Ops games, like at least I remember Black Ops 3 had a fair amount of buzz around it. Mm, yeah. They're having a pretty interesting campaign. I think like 2 had set it up as well to be yeah. as good as it was or interesting as it was. So, yeah, that's why I was, of all the one, that was the, 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 the part of it that made me sort of a little bit baffled was that, that of all of the Call of Duty franchises they could have picked to go no single player with, they decided to go with 
the one that's had sort of the most buzz. I think second only maybe to or on par with the Modern Warfare series. Yeah. Um, what well, Modern Warfare having having fallen from fallen from grace really. Mm. But um, that's not so much Modern Warfare's fault, more so all the shit down that went went down with Infinity Ward. Yeah, when, true. When those two guys left and joined fucking Respawn and blah 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 versus history. Yeah, Ever yeah. since then, like I think because this is is this, this is from Raven, right? I think so. Not Treyarch, because Treyarch sort of felt like they became the new Golden Boys in the COD the COD yeah. stable. So if it um, maybe it's Treyarch, I think it's. Treyarch. Maybe, okay then, maybe. It's Treyarch. That's interesting. But that's we were, even more interesting then, because mm. like I would have felt like they would stick with single player. Again, this is just a rumour, I guess. And, we, we, I mean, we, we'll probably hear about it. We will we'll definitely hear about it uh, more so on May 17th. Oh, that's the full reveal, there isn't it? That's when we get the full reveal, and then obviously a little bit more at E3. So, we'll get a trailer. That's, which all... that's so interesting. Like, if there's no story mode, like usually it shows up at E3 with like a, a demo. Yeah. And if there's no story mode, that won't really happen yeah it'll just be like do you want to play our battle royale <laughs> everyone's like oh the PUBG's over here or Fortnite's over there like sorry there's so many battle royales already yeah exactly it's mm. yeah interesting very interesting stuff um but yeah like I said we'll probably check back in with that story in a couple of weeks time when we hear a little bit more information about it just uh yeah uh so interesting bit of news that happened Literally this morning, um, the wedding we were at, I got up in the morning, uh, eventually. Once I got up, I went out and uh, I got a, got a bit of fresh air, and I was like, I'll check some Twitter while I'm out there. Uh, while I was out there, the first thing I saw was an, uh, a tweet from Campo Santo. Uh, now, if you're not too sure who Campo Santo are, they are the the uh, dev team that made Firewatch. A very good game. Very, very good game. Uh, Coming to Switch soon. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't played it and you own a Switch, absolutely get on board. It's such a good game. Um, And they're currently working on In the Valley of the Gods, uh, which we saw a trailer for at E3 last year? No, no, no. It was um, was Game Awards. Game Awards. Yeah, Game Awards. I I didn't think it was E3, but yeah, Game Awards. So um, it looks very interesting. It's a little ways off at the moment. Um, but It's like a 2019 game, I think. Yeah. But interesting development came out today. It was sort of like an open letter from uh, Campo Centre themselves, basically outlining the fact that they are now sort of being absorbed into Valve. Uh, so, okay. yeah, they weird. They do stress that they will con- they will be allowed to continue working on in the Valley of the Gods. It seems like they're still going to mostly be Campo Santo. Okay. It looks like it, but it's... But they're going to be part of Valve, so they're not actually going to go by the name Campo Santo anymore? Does that mean that... I don't know. It's such a weird... They're like, it's totally cool. We're cool with it. It's like, you know, it's not like they were in trouble and they need to be bought out or anything like that. It was just a... Yeah. I mean, it says, yeah, but we'll we'll still be making it in the Valley of Gods, but as a Valve game. (sighs) Hmm... Now, Valve is interesting. Valve is like the eternal enigma of what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Because they're making so much money off of their Steam platform. Tell you what they're not doing. Making games. Well, that's a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, Gabe Newell came out recently and was like, "Oh yeah, we're making games again." But he does that like, "Oh, I really, oh. I really wish, I really wish making games." It's like, we, you know, how you fix that? Fucking make a game. Yeah, I was gonna say like he almost does it annually at this oh, point. Every couple just, of years, he comes in and goes, "Oh yeah, we're looking at making games again." He's like, it, it, it's always around when there's like a popularity or something. Like he came out, he was talking about the Switch, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the Switch is great." He oh, was it really jealous makes of their me, success. Or like, yeah, jealous of their success. It really makes me miss making games. Well, fucking make a game. You've got like a whole. You've got so many good franchises there. You could make an amazing game sequel. Even a subpar one, the whole world will fucking lose their mind. If they release like if they shat out another Left 4 Dead, no matter how. If it was just like a reskin of Left 4 Dead Two, people will be like, "Oh, but it's would back. they? Would they though?" At first, at first, and that's all they need is that. Think, at first, I think the gap's been so big for Valve that the next time they do a game, it has to be very good, and maybe that's part of why they haven't. I don't know. Too scared. Who knows? Like Just too scaredy boys. We don't know what's happening inside Valve, except for the fact that Steam's doing really good for them. Although yeah. they did just get slapped with a huge fine by the ACCC for their like refund policy or something. Oh, that that seems to have resolved itself with a fine on Valve. I'd feel sorry for them, but I don't care because, like, Steam has become a mess. Oh, yeah. Navigating Steam is a nightmare, Mm -hmm. and I honestly just seldom open it anymore. I have my games on my desktop that use Steam, and I load them there. Yeah. Opening the marketplace is like, hey, here's your queue of games, and here's all these really crappy indie, like, not indie, um... What, what, what green light? They're not green light anymore, but basically would have come through green light. Yeah. Where they're like, wow, this is, like, look, make your game, but... Some of these are not games. No, no, no. They're good for streamers that are playing. Yeah, and that's well, um, that's a whole. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. But this is yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. It's so weird, isn't it? It's because... so weird that that like it's not like they were like I said that it's not like they were in any sort of financial trouble as a company. No, it's not like they needed to have that extra support from someone that was Fire, doing pretty well. Was well received. Exactly. Like And there was a lot of buzz after they revealed this as well. Exactly, because the trailer was awesome and it had a great song in it. Mm. The visuals are awesome. It the the whole idea of it being like it's, these like old filmmakers going to sort of film this. Sounds cool. Tomb, like it's interesting. Um But yeah, like Valve they're, they're Valve now. Does that mean like when we're gonna get this game it's gonna boot up and say Valve? That's gonna be that. so weird. Bam. Oh, that sound. And see, like, the guy with the fucking yep. valve in the back of his head. Yep. That'd be weird. That'd be really weird. When's the last time we saw that? Like, probably Left for Dead 2. <laughs> left for Dead 2. Was that before or after Portal 2? Actually, Portal 2. Portal 2 would have been the last time. Man, it's been so long, though. That was PS3. Years ago. Do you think that having them on board, if Valve were to do something that was narrative-based so that's the question, down the track... That's the question. They get them to sort of help out we, because they are that they are good at telling a narrative yes. through a video game. Like they Absolutely. are very good at that. in their one game that they've made and shown, and like they've proven that like they made a very interesting game with a really interesting storyline, great performances. Yes, and uh, all told through a really like different kind of lens, and I, I I loved it. It was so good. And even what we've seen at this game, this new game, it looks interesting and unique, and it's not. With this, this, I guess not really, is it an acquisition or is it absorption? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, with this move, like, it does set up the potential for Valve to utilize their specific talents for their IPs. Like, I mean, the big, the big obvious, like, flashing sign that you're like, man, I wonder what, what, what could Valve, what could Valve use good narrative writers for is obviously Half-Life 3. Exactly. And what the, whatever the hell that... And also, like, telling stories 
without cutscenes because again, Firewatch does that pretty much as well. Yeah, really, it's all in game. Yeah, and it's sort of very similar to the way that Half Life Two, especially, or actually both Half Lives, dealt with their story as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows what will happen? Like, it would make sense of it. Besides helping, like, besides, I'm not sure about really. But, Besides whatever benefits this game will gain from being a part of Valve, it wouldn't surprise me if down the road they help out with Valve stuff. Does this mean we're going to get Valve games? It feels like it, right? Yeah. Like, if you're taking these guys into your into your team, yeah. right? You, I don't know. It's and so fact, weird. The fact that it's Campo Santo, like, breaking the news, it's not, yeah. anyway, it's not for anyone from Valve going, hey, we got these guys now, like... So it's it's such a weird situation. I'm interested to see how this whole plays out. But if they are working with... Because they're only a 12-man team. Yeah, they're a small team. They're a small so, team. So yeah. they're obviously going to be trying to finish in the Valley of the oh, Gods. obviously, yeah. So even if they are going to be working on something for Valve, we're not going to see that until at least 2020. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely not. And that's... So, I, it's important to remember that. that like, this game was like touted as a 2019 game. Yeah. So already this, is a year, this game's a year away. Yep. So yeah, like whatever whatever else happens after this with Valve is a ways off, but it's it feels like something will happen. Mm. And le- the alternative is they just continue to do what they would do as Campo Santo, but they have Valve as their. That's so weird, though. It's so weird. I don't. When I, when I woke up this morning, I didn't think this would be a story that I'd hear. Because I because I, I, it was funny because I woke up, I read that news, and you were still asleep, and I was like walking around, and I sat like in like the uh, the dining hall, like where. And I'm sitting with a whole bunch of our friends, and no one else there would have like had any idea. This, this what is the, a funny story as well because I've got to follow up to this. Any idea that the news was uh, what the news would mean? Like, they, like I could tell them, but they didn't really care. Honestly, no fault of them. It's just something they're not interested in. Like nerdies, like developers, like yeah, it's being like involved it's, into giant publishers. It's not even like a, it's like not even like a fun game talk. It's like no, wow, this company's a part of this company yeah, now. Yeah, like what do they do? Like, oh, they made Firewatch. What's Firewatch? Okay, uh, like, it's fine. Where's uh, Kyron? <laughs> uh, and eventually get up. I'm like, hey, did you hear about Campus Santo? You're like, what? No, no. So what happened uh, was, um, I was getting out of bed and. One of the friends that was at the table with you, which was uh, Damask oh. from Hunting Seasons, came into the to the, the cabin we were staying in, and she was basically like, "Oh yeah, Joel said there's like some cool video game news that you oh, might care really? about," oh. and I was like, "What? I I'm barely alive right now, but okay." And it's, that's when I went out and saw you when you right. talked to me about, it, and I was like, "Okay, that is weird. That's, that's weird. That's incredibly right? weird." It's, I I wasn't out of my mind for for like wanting to talk to you desperately. Um, Oh, thank you to ask for yes. <laughs> pushing that in there. That was uh, that's lovely. Um, I didn't know she did that. Um, but yeah, and I so you were like, huh? It's it, and I'm still weird. like that. Yeah, that's my exact reaction to this moment. I have no idea how to feel about this whole situation. It could be really good. Like, there's nothing. Like, nothing. They will not hurt from having more support. Like, uh, like I think it was like that. That we in, like I I know I did personally. Like, immediately went to like try and find the pes- most pessimistic reason why this has happened i'm like oh it's gonna be because oh and i couldn't find anything i'm like i mean you're right maybe it is a good thing so if you wanted to be pessimistic you could say well crap like as like kevin santo make really unique interesting games and lots of love and care in them yeah and then being taken into valve who knows what will happen valve hasn't put a game out in forever apart from that crappy card game they're putting out based on around dota do they have anyone else in like other companies in in-house now that they're like has there been another situation like this not that i know of yeah like it's so weird no, again like i said valve themselves are an enigma of game development they've been doing nothing well nothing that we know of for the last <sighs> however many years and now they 
have taken Campo Santo win, which could be great, but then the, if you want to be pessimistic, like, yeah, what if we don't get any cool, unique Campo Santo games anymore? And, and they, they just, yeah, they they just... become part of Valve's whatever hell they're doing, which then eventuates to nothing, which is what Valve's been doing. Yeah, and very good at. Yeah. Uh, very good at doing nothing. So I don't know. Like... And then going, oh, guys, are we really miss making games? <laughs> yeah. Fucking just make a game then. Just do it. I know it's not an easy task just to make a game, but you're fucking Valve, and you, you have no right to stand up there and be like, you are. Oh, we really miss making games for the people. It's like, well, you can Valve, rectify that. Valve, you are PC gaming. Yeah. Right now, it's just because of your digital storefront, which, again, is PC gaming, but you were also, at one point, like, the developers of PC gaming, mm-hmm. like, with Half-Life and Left 4 Dead and Portal mm-hmm. and all that. And I just don't want them to waste Campo Santo because I really yeah. like Campo Santo. Me and it, too. Again, that's just a pessimistic angle. Like, yeah. More than likely, this will be good for them. They might have access to more resources. It exactly. might actually help them get the game finished even earlier. Like the, yeah, they, or, might, they might have access to a lot more. Or it could just help, like, because uh, was Firewatch delayed? I feel like there was a lot. I think it might have been. Like it was revealed and there was a huge gap or something. Yeah. I can't remember perfectly, but that might help avoid that. Maybe some, like maybe that there was a chance that 2019 date may have slipped because it happens with small studios maybe that won't happen as a result of this i don't know it's all weird speculation all we know is that it's a thing that campo santo is now valve or a part inside valve that is a thing that's uh yeah they've been straight from the mouth of campo santo themselves exactly yeah and no one else no one else has commented on this yet i wonder if this means their twitter handle will change and all that that's what i've been wondering too are are they just gonna be valve no that valve has it has a twitter handle can it be can it be like Campo Santo, a Valve company or subsidiary. something, maybe? Like, subsidiary? <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, the name Campo Santo is such a cool name as well. I really like that. It's Dick's. Like, it's a name that you, like, you think of. Got a bit of a rhyme to it. Like, you know. Yeah. Campo Santo. Does this mean that the Switch version of, of Firewatch will have the Valve logo? Well, I don't know, because it says that they're still going to be working on... They're still going to continue to support Firewatch. They're still working on In the Valley of the Gods. So, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out when, when we see more <laughs> about Firewatch on Switch. It's. I want to know more about this whole situation because the, the the whole article, like the whole letter they wrote, it's interesting. Yeah, but and it, it does that, explain a few things, but it doesn't really. The most, the, the main gist of it is it sort of the letter is them saying, "Hey, look, we're just a part of Valve, but nothing is really changing." Yeah, yeah. We're don't not, we're not in any out. trouble or anything. It's just fine. Like, and I'm like, "But wait, why?" Yeah, it's like, "Don't freak out!" And it cuts to us immediately on on this podcast now. It's going, "What does it mean? Why are you with what, Valve? The, what happened?" <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's about all we got for, for news this week, don't we? Yeah, like again, as, as we we say it almost weekly, E3 looms closer. You know, we, we didn't, there was some news last week we didn't discuss, but... Yeah, was there anything... Shenmue 1 and 2 remaster oh, coming? Oh, Shenmue 1 and 2, that well, game, I mean, that's pretty important. I'll try those games at last. But... I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get a look into those as well. But uh, yeah, like E3 is getting closer. Oh, well Ubisoft did announce their E3 press conference so i think that's everyone accounted for now so we've got locked in dates and so times we for can things. we can actually start planning and considering how the hell that will, will all unfold in the next month or so mm. but um, uh, speaking of battle royale games as well last week uh boss key studios the uh, developer oh, behind lawbreakers yes. uh released their uh extreme early access uh game called radical heights um which is surprise surprise a battle royale game uh, with like a neon 80s game show aesthetic. Do you realise why that's so funny? Why? Who did Cliffy B work for? Epic Games, that's right. He's, Cliffy B was last seen way back when, when Fortnite was like announced. Yep. And now 
He announced it, didn't he? I'm pretty I think sure. so, yeah. Then he left, made Bosky, made Lawbreakers, an epic continue with Fortnite, put it out, and also now a Battle Royale game. And now he's doing a Battle Royale there game. There was all that whole, uh, like, you know, fervor as well about uh, Cliffy B tweeting about uh, Epic stealing oh. some of his team members. I don't know whether it was a joke or whether or not... Who fucking knows? It's hard to tell with Cliffy B. It's, it's and I, like I, I, I do like the guy. He's he, just, he's good and like he's he has mates. He's a he, hard read. Yeah, he's a very hard read. He's got a, he's either got a really dry sense of humor or he just doesn't give a fuck about I mean, what he says. I like him best when he doesn't give a fuck. Really. Yeah, yeah, true. It's pretty fun. Well, she does do it on Twitter quite mm. frequently. Yeah, he's not afraid to speak his mind, but not in an obnoxious way. Like say, I don't know, David Jaffe. Um, <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. Because how's our draw to death going for you? No one knows or cares. Nope. I tried to play that game. It was a plus it's, game. At one it point. was a plus game, and I was like, "This is bad." I don't think I even tagged it. This, I, I, I unfortunately did. Oh, rookie mistake. Rookie yeah. mistake. Um, but that was the thing that, that came out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so it's out now. You can play it on. It's, uh, I think it's like fifteen bucks or something for early the extreme extreme early access. Thank you for reminding me that because I think that was like the one interesting thing from last week that mm. I think was worth talking about. Well, there's also that the, the uh, there's apparent there's the rumor going around that there's a secret uh, 2K studio or 2K yeah team working on a new Bioshock game. Oh yeah, that was from Jason Schreier from mm. Kotaku, and which it, it, yeah, if if he's anything to go by, Jason Schreier's a pretty good. I also source. It also feels like one of those rumors where you're like, yeah, well, obviously, like, like it's been a while since Infinite came out, uh, and. With the, with the return, or like, I guess the buzz around the System Shock sequel and yep. the System Shock remake in the recent few months, like, yeah, Bioshock. And even, like, um, Prey came out last year, sort of had, oh, had like, yeah. the immersive shooter thing, and I assume this will follow mm. suit. Uh, but yeah, I think it's time for a new Bioshock. I so. think it is, too. Do you think we'll see something at E3? Oh, man, I don't know. No, I, I want to say Game Awards. You reckon Game Awards? Actually, that's a good Game Awards announcement. Bioshock, yeah. Even even PSX. Like if they Sony, don't do if, announcements anymore, Joel. Uh, that's right. That's to do their like if two 2K, hour keynote. If two if two K paid enough money, they'd do a fucking gaming announcement. Yeah, but two K won't. Yeah, true. Two K are like, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. We, we know people are going to buy our game if it's Bioshock. Like, <laughs> we'll slap that on anything. It's Bioshock Battle Royale. Oh God. It's happening. Big Daddies everywhere. That's what the new Bioshock game is. It's fucking Big Daddies and the fucking, what are they called? Songbirds. Oh, Big Daddies versus Songbirds. That's what it is. But no game can handle that many Songbirds. No, They're no. huge. Be fun though. It would, it would have made more sense if it was like Big Daddies versus Big Sisters. Nah, nah. Songbirds. Get them in there. Oh, Get them in there. Fucking Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> it's always a lighthouse going. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't hate Infinite, to be clear. I like Infinite. It's, it's Infinite's good. Infinite's a good game. I it, I, I it, definitely a game that I finished and I went, what? I think huh? Infinite is a game that I would prefer as a story. Yeah. Without the gunplay, because yeah. it, it was so weird it to be just like ones. murdering these people who just live on this sky city. You're like, look at, you're a bit of a dick. Yeah. You kill, like, talks a lot too. He does. Talks and he, a lot. And he eats out of the bin, but that's a, that's a bar shop problem in general. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. Or drink out of the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's that's the that's fallout. That's yeah. the fallout problem where yeah, like there's an item it. in the toilet and I really want it. Carefully, Richard. Oh, I've drank Dang. toilet water. Damn drank it. toilet water. Oh, cool. Oh, I've got radiation from it. Of Excellent. course I have because it's a fucking nuclear waste. <laughs> what, I, what I really wanted was that item, but I yeah. guess I'll just drink the toilet water. I just wanted that fucking like ammo for my yeah. pistol, but I guess I'll go fuck myself instead. 
Yeah. Um, that's a, I guess that's a pretty good lightning round recap of last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's like a two for the price of one podcast. I like it. I like it. We had a good discussion last week with uh, with Josh. We really did. I really enjoyed that. It was we, actually... we, we let him talk about Hearthstone. Yeah, exactly. We did. We did. We, we had to listen. Yeah. Yeah, DT. We, we, we let Josh <laughs> talk about... I'm, I'm directly like... Oh. It's like throwing that at DT. Are, are you starting something, Joel? No, I'm just putting that out there. Lauren, Lauren was very adamant that, like, you know, <laughs> she was willing to let him talk about Hearthstone <laughs> on their show, but it was DT that decided not to. So, I felt certain someone from Hearthstone left Blizzard today, or like. Oh, I think you're right. Actually, yeah, so after like 15 years or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna look it up for sure because I, I want to mm. make sure I get the details right. I think I saw. Where did I see that? I don't know. I saw that today as well. I believe it popped up in my feed amongst all the noise of mm. like the news. Uh yeah, the game director Ben Ben Broad Brody B R O D E. Yeah, he's left. Uh, he's he's wizard. He's left Wizard. Oh, he was the game director on Hearthstone. Wow, he's um he's certainly he had a quote. What did he say? Big shoes to fill. Yeah, wow. Like, that's that's a monster game that's not slowing down anytime soon. He's not exactly sure what his next role will be, but he's probably going to be making games still. Cool. Awesome. Oh, well, all the best to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you've, you've certainly, like I said, made a very impressive game in Hearthstone. I, I must admit, I almost downloaded it after talking to Josh about it last week. I Look, was like... I looked at it too. It's on, it's oh, on phones. It's on phones. It's just... Yeah, I could... I'm just bad at card games. I'm, yeah, and I think that's the thing. I am bad at like deck building, but maybe I just need to do some research, do some like run some net decks. Maybe we should maybe we should do it. We have like a, I've seen a lot of bit like YouTube channels doing the uh, the, the the getting good. Oh yeah, things like Achievement Hunter have been doing like get good in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> they just like played Rainbow Six Siege and got really good at it. Um, maybe we could do one in uh, Hearthstone and just like try and learn it. We'll, we'll both learn to play Hearthstone together. Oh Christ! We'll rope in Josh as a as a, as a coach. <laughs> as a coach, yeah. Josh can be our Hearthstone coach. He'll get so sick of us. <laughs> oh yeah, he will. Nah, he he loves us. We love him. Um, but I reckon that's that's an episode. We don't have any questions this week. So we didn't nah. put it out because we're dead. And yeah, yeah, it's. We're dead and we also want to play God of War. So. I really want to play God of War. <laughs> so a shorter episode this week, you know. It's actually, it's coming out about where we like it. But yeah, exactly. Where we, where we'd like to be most weeks, <laughs> yeah. Uh, until we blow out. With of course, things. it'll be a different story next week when we probably blow out on God of War and have like a four hour, four hour, five hour episode. Yep. Lazy six hour episode. Yep. Of, of, of the God of War podcast. With a potential special guest, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, well, we don't know. We don't know. We'll just drop into breadcrumbs. But we don't, I haven't even mentioned it. It's all right. All right, all right. Maybe they'll find out from listening to the podcast. Oh, Maybe that's not... This is how we do it. I'll have to get Surprise! <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. I reckon that's an episode, though. That's an episode? All right, Let's then. do it. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to follow us and keep up to date with us on the social media, we are on both Facebook and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. If you want to email us, you can send an email over to dialogueoptions at gmail.com additionally any any podcast platform you listen to us on whether it's Podbean Podchaser iTunes whatever it is uh, feel free to like we, we appreciate any shares or likes or reviews 
or scrubbles you can give get. Give me them us. scrubbles. At one point, we're going to stop with that joke because I don't, I don't really get it. And I don't think it. I don't even get it either. I don't think it's a real thing. I just heard it from Bruce Green on Funhouse. Yeah, and I know. And they thought it was hilarious. Yeah, they thought it was hilarious, which in turn made me think it was. So hilarious. we just stole so... their joke, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's something we would appreciate if you could do that. It helps a lot. Otherwise, if, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter at LemonManX, where I have been tweeting about mostly God of War, and just. Just my absolute adoration. There's a well, actually, there's two things. Adoration for the Easy Allies, who recently held like a like a drive for for funds for their E3 shows and raised like an amazing thirty thousand dollars. Like that's crazy. They, their goal it's was nuts. ten grand, yeah, and they got thirty thousand. Yeah, it's. It, I'm gonna maybe chuck some of that stream on maybe while I'm eating dinner tonight. I think. Uh, I haven't watched all of it, but I have watched the last bit where they do essentially four player jolly cooperation in Dark Souls oh. three. It's a good time. Uh, but yeah, and also apart from that, there's a hashtag going around, like GameStruck4, where, you, oh, where okay. you pick like four games that define you or that... that okay. Yeah. It, it was a spin-off, but there was a film one, apparently. Yeah, I saw the film one. Yeah, and and then, there's also that thing going around Facebook, too, with the the 10 albums. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, so it's been... A, People the, just like sharing what they like. And that's cool. I like those kinds of... Those are the kinds of like... Pass it on posts that I like because they're yes. kind of interesting and fun. You learn, and you sort of something, learn about something about people. Yeah. Unless, unless it's like this one where it's like, of course, he's spoken about those four games a billion times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. <laughs> I have yeah. zero surprise. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's still fun. It spun off from the film one because I think I saw someone, there's some guy who started a Twitter going, hey, I think this is really cool, but I'm not really a movie person. I'm more of a video game person. So here's my four games. And from there, it sort of just... Just started rolling downhill and it yep. sort of picked up a lot of speed. But uh, where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, I tweeted up a few things. I retweeted a great from the uh, Peter Peter Molyneux account, the uh, the the fake Peter Molyneux account. Is it is it really fake though? Like it could be. Oh, it's yeah, it's hard to tell because this one was in God of War. The camera is like a character; it's in itself. Personally, I would look, I would have pushed this further and have you build a relationship with the camera person. They could get tired and have you hold the camera for a bit while they rest, helping them continue their continuous shot. Um, I tell you what, on that topic, like me and my housemate who have been, we've been playing God of Water on, on Friday, we played some. Mm. We had this discussion about how the camera being over his shoulder, it's great, but it also just feels weird that someone's just like looking over Kratos' shoulder, like on like, conflict. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, Kratos? Yeah. Oh, you're killing that guy? That's do wonderful. Something, do something funny. Do something funny now. Yeah, do something same, cool. Same Rip his head off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like that, we didn't even mention that the fact that it's the, the game yeah. is a completely one shot. Like it's yes, you... there's no cuts or cutscenes and everything uh, within the game. And, and just... the, the big thing for that is it means that you the game's story is dealt out to you as Kratos learns it. Mm-hmm. There's none of these cutaway cutscenes that some games have where like a villain will monologue or like exactly. something else will happen that the protagonist doesn't know about. Like you learn what Kratos learns and you know what Kratos knows. And exactly, that's, that's cool. It's good, like, yeah, character building. Uh, and I also uh, tweeted a picture of my cat, one of my cats, because he was being adorable on my lap. Uh, and also, last Wednesday, I went and saw Alex Leahy at uh, 170 Russell in Melbourne. Um, it was a fucking great night. Uh, I went by myself. So I think it was the first time I've ever been to a concert by myself. Um, it was kind of fun. Uh, I stood up the back of, like, of, like, the back of the mosh pit area. So, like, I was still close. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she played whole bunch of her songs she played a new song she hasn't played before and she did a cover of avril lavigne's complicated which was great so complicated yeah it was honestly it was so good uh such a great night but that's all i've been tweeting about i actually been i've been doing my crunches this week Karen. good i'm glad i'm glad to see you on twitter even though 
it is a platform that varies on how good it is. Sometimes yeah. it's amazing. Other times it's a horrible, toxic wasteland that yeah. you're better not looking at. That's just life, though. Deep. Man. That's deep. I'm going to tweet that right now. <laughs> tweet it out there. Yep. Everyone get out there and retweet it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I guess all that's left is for our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, Strike Witches, Get Bitches, and Take Us Out. Ooh, boom. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.